Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! Now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he's grabbed from behind by Baratek. And now the benches are empty. It's time for hour two of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know am I going. He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate. And Yershinsky not only Step up to the plate for hour two of the hot corner. Posenek getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Rudin's a melt. Whoa. Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow. That's some pretty solid contact right there. The fan. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. You missed any of the first hour. You can catch that on the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080 The Fan. How about that classic beat? I have the song on my iPod. <laughs> on your iPod, Mike? Yeah. You still have an iPod? Yeah. Dang it, I'm jealous. I have a classic iPod. Can you still add things to it? Yep. What? Oh, I'm jealous. They still sell them, apparently. What? No, they don't. Yeah, yeah, my dad lost his, and he bought one for $300 online. 300 bucks? I know. I was like, that's really expensive for a classic iPod, but I'm assuming it's rare now. So He um, had like those 250 gig classics? Yeah, well, he I, got a huge one. I thought yeah. you were talking about like, yeah, they sell just iPods now. With the they click just style? Look, they just look like... <laughs> no, 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 no. They look like mini phones. Yeah, they just oh, like iPhones. like iPod Touch? Yeah, basically. Yeah, they still oh, do those. I, you know? I have the iPod Classic still. It's slowly dying, and I will eventually probably switch to Spotify, but for now, I still ride with the old classic. iPod Classic? Uh, a lot of those probably had still tipping by Mike Jones on there. You know, that was around that time. Mike I, Jones, I have it Mike on there. what? Who? Who? Uh, my One of my best friends, he has uh, an iPod Classic, black one, matte black, almost full. It's like, all oh, 75 gigs. Almost yeah. full. And that is every banger, every hit we listen to in college. <laughs> it's got the whole thing on it. I, one, I of have... our, one of our really good friends, Bo, his mom, Shelly, smoking hot. We created a fat party mix called Shelly the Milfer, and he's got that playlist, and it will tear any 30-year-old's house down on a party. I, uh, I'm at 9,300 songs, and I'm at my capacity on my iPod. Dang. So I need to make a decision soon, but for now, I'm letting it ride. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you heard the name Scott Podsednik? Uh, one second ago when I was listening to that open. How about before that? <laughs> 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> 
And all I, I'm like trying to think when they kept saying AJ when on Joe's new dro- uh, open, it kept saying AJ Pierzynski, and I was like, oh, I know what Pierzynski fight. No, no, not the one I'm thinking. No, it's oh the no, one it's where a different he, one. And it's like, no, it's not where that he one. stomps on the plate. Right, I right, right. That one. But I was trying to remember. But there's so he many. Slaps the plate. I just know that because I watched the video. A couple slaps times the plate. Right? There's yeah. so many moments in which AJ is a DB that I could not remember which turn which moment it was uh and then mine was a rod veritech was that the one that you played for me that was uh pedro martinez and i forget who they were playing against but he was on the mound this was early boston like okay early 2000s maybe late 90s when he first got there gotcha okay interesting anyway well done ended that off with of course you know how how could i li- uh left i uh, left out roof and door and batista yes <laughs> bah, i mean bah, bah. come on Perfect. Come on now. I uh, made some good contact there. <laughs> I like that line. Now, I cut out the part where the commentator says, ooh, roof net, he's two for five today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have kept that in. Well, I don't know if anybody would have gotten that because he says it almost like, oh, he's two for five today. It's like, dude, are you seeing this? He just hit him in the face. and like, oh, yeah, but batting 280 on the year, that's impressive. It's like, no, no. <laughs> I, like, I like the two for five. Ooh, solid contact there. (laughs) That's like when I was watching the Champions League game today and Leo Messi got hit in the face and they were like, ah, that's just rough English English physicality. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, uh, the Yankees are trying to fall apart right now against the Astros, although Aaron Judge did just hit a nice nice, uh, single into left field uh, played by... I wouldn't call this falling apart as much as a failed comeback. They were down seven to two. So. I suppose that's true. Do you see who picked up that uh, single in left field? Do you see who the left fielder is for Houston? Michael Brantley. Michael Brantley. Yeah. 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 He's, He's really, good. really good. He's really good. God, was he a free agent? He was a free agent. Man, how did Houston snag him for eight million a year? Yeah. Wow, crazy. It was strange. League must be sleeping on the kid. Uh, some cool news coming out of the Portland Diamond Project today. If you jump on their Twitter page. Uh, as Mike and I have been kind of oogling over for the last hour or so, there are some new kind of fun renderings going on of what the potential stadium could look like in that Terminal 3, right? Is that the name? I haven't. Terminal 2. Terminal 2, thank you. The Terminal 2 spot down on the waterfront. There, The coolest one is probably, we both agree, the aerial view. Yes. There's the aerial re- view they released as a, another rendering was quite intriguing to me yeah and it's really cool because as mike kind of pointed out to me in the commercial break that it kind of shows a lot of what the surrounding area could look like so it's not just what the stadium looks like but it kind of shows like a boardwalk kind of area and maybe some businesses a little marina uh and kind of could really beef up and you can tell by looking at these renderings how awesome this would be down there if you just look up at the top section of the industrial section there right you that's what i was going to say is that would be if you look west on these renderings you see what is currently over there uh on in the slab town district yeah and if this goes up it shows what looks like many many apartment buildings over by the right side of the picture which would be out right on the river next to a little marina over there. Mm-hmm. And then there is the little boardwalk area, the esplanade, if you would. There appears to be just a bunch of development for things, you know, like a yeah. whole new area to live in and be. And I can imagine that eventually spreading into where the other industry is at the moment. I think the coolest thing about this outside of that is it shows you what the retractable roof would look like. Mm-hmm. It is an all glass it's not totally clear because you've got the white like metal beams holding it together going through it, 
but it's a see-through roof that slides kind of, I mean, it's kind of like the Safeco field roof, just a little bit more modern looking. It slides back behind home plate and then would come back over the stadium if it was raining. Can you imagine if it was just dumping, just dumping rain? The sound that could make in the stadium. Oh, yeah. If you could just hear a little. That would be really interesting. Wouldn't that be cool? I feel like that would be super duper. Although the way that the stadium is currently face or the field is currently facing in these renderings, you would not be hitting homers into the Willamette. No, but you would be getting the best downtown view because it's looking directly towards downtown. Yes, it would look it would. It looks like it would face directly at the Fremont Bridge. Um, You might see more of them if I'm trying to trying to picture this. I feel like you might miss the downtown skyline a little bit, but you catch the Fremont, maybe the Moda Center, and whatever you might see, whatever the thousands of buildings they're putting up in inner southeast right now. I forget the name of of it. The the tall pink building. I don't know. Not Wells Fargo Tower, but the other, the really tall pink one that's by itself. It has Portland City Grill on top. I forget the name of that building, but I'm I'm worried that's too far south. You'd probably see that. I think. Um, I think you would definitely see. the convention center, the the glass. Yeah, the little the spires, glass, the come little up. glass towers. Probably there. see Moda. Yeah, oh, I really want to be able to hit home runs into the Willamette because can you imagine, Mike? Like I own a fourteen and a half foot uh, whitewater raft. We just put that there. Must be nice to be Patrick Harris. <laughs> hey, baby, what's up? Lived with my mom one summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, just post that up. Get four or five of us. Get a radio. Play the game. Oh, but we couldn't do that, Mike, because you and I are doing radio for the game. <laughs> Dang it. We'll have to take a day off in the summer, maybe on my birthday or something. And we just sit out there, case of beer, turn on the radio. I would say that you could, and this this might not, I mean, obviously it's not official. And but. Mike Barrett's yelling, it's a deep fly to left field. This has a chance to hit the Willamette, and you're like, everyone grab your, grab your mitts and catch the home run. <laughs> you could conceivably turn the field slightly east and then have balls go into the Willamette. But I don't know if that would cause issues with the sun because you don't want it to face east-west at all. Right, right, right. So, Man, I like this. I've never – and I, I like this. We saw this in the Oakland renderings too, and it looks like they've kind of held, held tight with this. This like open center field kind of area. Mm-hmm. I really dig that. It's just kind of wide open. It's flat. It kind of reminds me of San Diego a little bit where they have the lawn in center field where you can kind of mm-hmm. sit and watch the game on. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing really out there that is impeding the view of the rest of, I, I don't remember exactly which way Petco faces, but the rest of the water or the city or whatever it is. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. And there's there's probably about eight pictures that they posted today. And the, some of the other ones are just, it just looks nice. Looks super nice. They they put the kind of old fashioned P as the logo on the building on one of them. I'm still not uh, sure if that's what they're using. No, it's Portland Diamond Project's logo. Of course, that's the logo they're going to use. Right, but I'm saying I'm not sure if that would be one that they would lean on as a team if it did come here. No, because it needs to have a P and an M for Portland Mavericks. It could, yes. Um, but plus, this looks like this looks like the D in Detroit. I love with a with a. I love the green stick. space. I love the green space on the on the Esplanade, the boardwalk. Yeah, and we saw that with the with the Oakland renderings too. There was a lot of green space that they were kind of mm-hmm. incorporating into the stadium. Yeah, and I think for being in the Pacific Northwest, that fits a lot. So yeah, there's another cool picture they show of sitting out in right field, 
uh, a glass case, which I can't imagine, right there at the corner of the left field foul post and where the wall, quote-unquote, would be, with seats in there, almost like a box seat in left field, uh, which could be really cool unless a player, like, blows through that and lands on your lap like D-Wade or something. <laughs> I guess that'd be cool while you're picking shards of no plastic glass out of you. That sounds awful. No, it sounds fun, dude. You probably get season tickets for life. And it looks like also that they're putting some sort of a box that's going to be basically field level in the corner of right field. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about the tap one. No, no, no. I'm talking about in right at the base of right field. Right, right, right. I see what you're saying. At the right field foul pole. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. There is one that you could totally never do because it's illegal according to the Oregon Liquor Control and Commission. Uh, but there's like a, a, a box, like a not a box, but like a suite uh, right off the first, like the, the lower level on the third baseline that has a guy and clearly someone who's probably too young with taps in front of them. Like they can pour their own beer with TVs. Yeah. Why even watch the game? You have TVs in front of you. Why did they make the kid look bored? He's got his hand in his cheek like, oh, my God. Well, his haircut is stupid. <laughs> and his dad is like, hey, hey, that was a bad call. But I, but I don't really know what the call was. But, hey. <laughs> yeah. Is this really happening? I mean, it feels like it, doesn't it? But we don't have any real news. It just feels like it is. What do you say, Mike, when people ask you? Is it happening? Yeah. I say I think so. It feels it feels very real, and I'm I'm very confident in the group behind it, and I'm very confident in the information that I've heard. I know a lot of people out there are nervous because they haven't revealed the full ownership group yet, but I am sure there is a reason for that. It is not because they are lying to you about the money that they have. I'm sure there is a reason why they have not released those names yet. Maybe it has something to do with who they work for currently or whatever. Um, but it is... It feels very, very, very real. And the more and more that you hear about it and the more that you hear what Mike Barrett has to say or what Craig Cheek has to say, it sounds as if everything is in the right place and the wheels are going in the right direction and they're not stopping. And as long as the MLB decides to add two teams or move one of those two teams, and I think Portland will get one of them. Yeah. When people ask me, I just say, bet the farm. Five years max. Five years max? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I would say... It's going to take two and a half years to build that. I would say four years minimum. Oh, I'll say five years max. Ooh, yeah. Because I think I think it could stretch a little bit longer than uh, that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then my parking pass when I work at Slab Town gets me to the stadium <laughs> and gets me still to the Timbers. <laughs> living large, living large. We need that song. Drake will probably auto-tune it and steal it from me. That guy. Every time. <laughs> All right. Speaking of people that He'll can't. Be a Portland fan. Speaking of people that can't write a hit if their life depended on it, let's talk Baltimore and their superstar slugger and how great he's doing. We also have Farrah Fowl at 830. We'll do Chris Davis next on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 
Astros closed out the Yankees, and I was like, oh, let's 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 catch the Zers for a minute. Uh, yeah, that this is this is uh, the state of backup NBA. It's so funny the drop off between starters and non-starters in the NBA. Has anybody noticed that? Yeah, for the most part. It's bad. Yeah. Like, it's real bad. That's why your bench is so important. If you have a couple of decent players on there, then it really helps you in the playoffs or any important game. Um, I got got breaking news. What? Mitch Hanniger just hit a go-ahead home run in the ninth. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go! I am on this train! I'm I'm on, Mike. I'm on. Me too. Color me sold. Let's do it. Turn it off the Blazers. Show me that Mariner bullpen. All they need. No. 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 <laughs> Don't press it. Oh, I wanted to so bad you saw me reach. Because you know they do not need Fernando Rodney. They do not need Joe. 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 Easy. There is no Fernando Rodney warning. He has not come into a game yet as far as I'm aware. Man. He is on Oakland. Can we, Mike, you got the remote. I'm tired of the Blazers. Go to the Mariners. Oh. They're on the road. I need to see this bullpen close it out. Is that what you were asking? Yeah. I need to know if this bullpen needs Craig Kimball You're the one who asked to put the Mariners on. I know. I mean, the the Blazers. Blazers. I know, I know. But then I didn't know that the worst player on the Mariners just hit a go-ahead home run. (laughs) I got him in one of our leagues, and then you have him in the keeper league, right? Yeah, so we both love this. We do. We do. Oh, man. I don't even know, man. We're supposed to talk about Chris Davis right now. Can we please talk about Chris Davis? Because it's really funny. Sure, I'm down. So Chris Davis is currently in an 0 for 47 slump. I think it's 49 now. 0 for 49. 0 for 50, actually. He pinch hit today. Oh, he pinch hit him today? I I believe so. (laughs) Why? He's over his last 49. What is he going to give you as a pinch hitter? Dude, do you really think I know this is a first-year manager in Brandon Hyde that is walking into this situation and is like, well, I'm still going to play him. I think it's, you know, he's going to turn a corner, and so he's just going to play him. He is very strange. He left relievers in for like four innings at a time against the Yankees. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) It's Hey, hey, I'm figuring this out, man. Leave me alone. It's a treat. Some weird analytics going on there. Um, So Chris Davis is 0 for 50. Yeah. Standing back to last year. Yeah. Oh, but this season he's 0 for 48. No, I think it's less 47. Than that. And then, no, he was, I think he's 0 for like 30 this season. Oh, yeah. it's just I consecutive. See 0 for 29 on ESPN right on now. On this year. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. So he is currently now 0 for 50 in a row. That's a record. 0 for 50. Yeah. That's a record for a position record. player. That reminds me of, that reminds me of Major League Two. You guys ever seen Major League Two? Drastically underrated. Some great lines. I don't think I did because I think I heard it wasn't worth watching. Oh, totally wrong. Super good still. Roger Dorn comes to the plate and Bob Euchre goes, and the Indians are bringing up a pinch hitter and they're bringing up Roger Dorn? Dorn's 0 for the century against this guy, but has several foul tips. And that's how I feel like Chris Davis is right now. Yeah, everybody's like, I feel, I feel so bad for the guy. He just doesn't have it. I don't send him down to AAA, see if he can Dude. figure it out. Do you just really feel bad ties. for a guy making twenty five million dollars? Oh, stop! Everybody Mike, makes twenty five million dollars. I hate that excuse. Mike, it's twenty three. Okay, that don't give him two mil so, more. That excuse is so dumb. 
Dude, they you, gave him a then, massive contract cool, and he then is not living feel, up to it at all. I don't feel bad for well, anybody in any professional sport because they all make more money than me. Here's why you shouldn't feel bad for him. Because two years ago, when he started struggling, the Orioles went to him and said, dude, you have to change your approach. They are shifting against you, and you are hitting into the shift every time. And he went, no. I don't feel bad for any of these guys. You just said you do feel bad for them. No, I was using that as an example. Like, people were, like, saying this, saying that, blah, blah, blah. He said no. Can I give you a theory? Shoot. So, I believe it was about two, three seasons ago when he was going to get popped and suspended for uh, performance-enhancing drugs, and it was Adderall. Yep, I remember the Adderall. And he fought that because it was a prescription. Right. So I wonder if the MLB was like, okay, that's, you know, we will give you this pass, but you cannot take it anymore. Yeah. And there is video of him at bat literally staring off past the pitch into, like, left field, right field, looking at something else. As a pitch is coming in, Mike, I feel like, sent this to me last year in a video, maybe, where he is literally like a pitch is coming in and he is looking right past it, distracted at something and not even looking at what's coming towards him. And it's like, you see that, and I honestly believe that, A, he is either not on Adderall anymore, or his ADHD has gotten so bad. Well, he can't be on Adderall he, anymore. He'd I have mean, been popped again. I, and that's what I'm saying is, like, the MLB was like, okay, it is a, if it is a prescription, we'll give you the pass this time, but no more. And I think that's probably part of the reason is either he doesn't have that or it's just gotten worse and he can't focus. Right. That could be it. If that's the case, then I, I do kind of feel bad. Yeah, then it makes me feel a little bit bad. Although, but I remember, but I think we were on again, the show that's talked just about like that. A we thought complete theory. I yeah. I haven't looked into that anymore, but I'd believe it if just, they gave him the pass the first time and then told him you can't take it anymore. Change your approach, though. I mean, seriously. And the sad part about this is, is that Terrence Gore? That was Terrence Gore. Nice. Who we See talked how it's about all earlier. coming back. The we we talked. He, he had a double with two outs. By the way, Elias is closing this game out for the Mariners. Um, on the on the tomorrow's Joe Fisher the fourth last two at bats that set tied and set the record for longest hitless for a position player. He took the ball to left field, hit line drives, and both were caught. One and, of, one of them had a fifty eight percent probability of a hit, and one of them was hit at one hundred and seven miles an hour. He actually went the opposite way. And they still got caught. And when he, when it happened, he looked at the left field. He just put his hand out. He did that, like, eh, wave. Like, screw you. And Whatever. I don't need the, that hit. Went back to the dugout. I got another at bat today. What do you do? You get rid of him? Send him to the minors? Because I got a theory. You got to pay him. Well, like, you got to pay him no matter what, whether you cut him or anything. What do you think? You keep playing him? Send him to the minors, bench him. Well, I mean, since cut he, him. what I, do you guys think? He hasn't started the last two games. He and again, he pinch hit today for some reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, he set <laughs> yeah, the record, and then they're like, mm, well, I'm just, but I'm not no. saying what are they doing. I'm asking you guys, what should they do? What would you do? I would send him down. You would send him down. I don't care. It's exactly. He's not doing me any good. Right. Literally any good. Zero good. Mike, what would you do? He has four walks. That's all he's done to get on base. I wouldn't send him down, but I wouldn't play him. So you just sit him. I, I maybe do like if two he, starts a week. And if two starts a week. And if he's not going to change up his approach, like, all right, I don't care how much you make. You're going to make 21, 23, whatever million, wherever you're at. If you're not going to change your approach with us at the major level, then we're going to send your ass to AAA and maybe you'll get it then. Here's and what I think. stay down there. Here's what I think he should do. I think he should never be pinch hit or pinch ran for. I think he should start every single game. And I tell him to go swinging. You know why? The Orioles are trying to get the number one pick in the draft. 
And what guarantees you a number one pick in the draft than a guy who's 0 for 50? Who else is who else is clamoring for first base right now in the Baltimore farm system? Who's clamoring for second and third and short? And, yeah, yeah. Like, and, see, see a what lot I mean? of open positions. Unless you, on ha- that unless you have some guy that you're like, okay, maybe this is a sleeper guy or your top prospect playing first base or DH. What the hell do you care? You're trying to lose. What better way to lose than to trot out Chris Davis every single year? And guess what? If he's not taking advice on how to fix his swing, then that's on you. You get made fun of every day. And we're not going to cut you because we have to pay you, then that's on you. You get made fun of every day. This text says, let's let's let him get a hit before they send him down. Yeah, let's let him get a hit. Hell no. I'm never sending him down. Gets the confidence back up. All right, all right. I, I might be able to turn a corner. And designated uh, for one, assignment. One for 63, and we're tri- <laughs> shipping you to AAA Buffalo? Like, I don't think he's, like, walking into Buffalo. He's like... You guys see my last game? I went one for four, three Ks. But, man, I hit the crap out of that single left. <laughs> uh, didn't your bat break? Shut up, kid. I'll buy your contract. Buy him. Buy your family. Buy the rights uh, to Joe, his... that's slavery. Oh, yeah. Not cool. Daenerys, Chris... Daenerys would never stand for that. <laughs> if Chris Davis goes to the minors, does he even ride the bus with people? Or is he like, ah. It's a private jet every day for himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the one guy who sucks on the team, but is like, Chris Davis, you're the best. And he's like, all right, Squeaks, you can come with me. <laughs> you guys rip on me like 15 or 16 more times, and I'm out of here. <laughs> Nobody basketball? Anybody? Oh, yeah. Stop calling me Squeaks. Shut up, Squeak. <laughs> Nobody? Anybody just me? Oh, no, Squeak, Little I'm B, la- Scolari. Yeah, Squeak, of. Scolari, I know who you're talking about. God. I'm really bad at movie references. I just I just can't imagine what's going through Chris Davis's head right now. Like, how do you wake a up lot. every day? I mean, if, again, with ADHD, he's probably got a lot going through I will his head. say. I would be concerned about the man's mental state, like, later in his life. It does appear sometimes as if he just doesn't care anymore. That's, that's I mean, that might be the only way to do it. Yeah. Right? You go home, swim in cash. He's probably been married for years, got some kids. Baltimore's his home. You know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Baltimore cuts him and he just doesn't play anymore. If he's just like, hey, I'm making 23 mil every for the next three years. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, right? If you're him and Baltimore cuts him, do you think he has some burning desire to go prove himself? No. Tell you what, Kansas City will sign me to the league minimum. See you guys in October. <laughs> you know, like that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen at all. Anthony Simon's up to 20 points, by the way. Blazers are losing by almost 30, but... Or 25. Yeah, but the bases are loaded with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. <laughs> the Mariners are about to blow this game that the worst player on the team just won for him. Yep, because their bullpen is bad. But the Royals is worse, so we'll see what happens. Hey, that was correct. There is two to eight people out, out in Kansas City. Is that Bud Black? What? That guy looks like Bud Black. No. The pitching coach? His name says Davis. Well, he looked like Bud Black, dude. <laughs> Skinny Isn't he face, still managing nose? the Rockies? Oh, that's right. I forgot they're so bad. I know. It's sad. All right. When we come back, uh, we got fair or foul to, to help us finish up the show. But first, there's Joe with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my that's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or 
Is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is fair or foul. And before I turn it over to Joe, I just want to read this text from Deal on the Better You Today text line 55305. How how people how excited would people get when they get Chris Davis's autographed and get real disappointed when it's spelled Chris Davis? Chris with a K, Chris with a C. I love how Joe's just like brushing it off. I don't think Joe likes the Chris Davis jokes. Apparently not. It's okay, well, Joe. You I can mean, make I, fun of your own players. I, I've seen this song and dance for the last two years now. I actually Now I mean, it's just making the front page of Sports Center. Oh, yeah. I Funny story. Dude, um, the other night it was Virginia wins the national championship for 15 minutes. Chris Davis for 15 minutes. Back to Virginia. What I saw two years ago was at a Mariner game. I was going... Um, yeah, I was... So 2017, 2017 season, this is when it really started to fall off a cliff for him. And it was a solid game against the Mariners. It was a one run game guys on, on the bases and who comes up to play for the Orioles to try and win the game. Chris Davis with a K. Unfortunately not. Well, he had a K and it was at the end of that bat. And I like what he did there. That nice was one, good. Joe. That was well, well done. Before, I liked where that was played. And before the at-bat, when I saw him walking up to the dish, I said to my uh, my friend and my son, I'm like, get your things. Get ready. Get your things. Come on. Let's go. This game's over. And they're like, what? I was like, it's Chris Davis coming to the plate. This game is over. Get your things. Let's get a head start. One, two, three. Strike out Chris Davis. That game was over. So this is, again, this is what I've been been seeing for the past two and a half years. So when I got like three, four different text messages last night, oh my God, oh for four, how is this happening? I'm like, you just don't watch enough Orioles baseball and that's probably a good thing for you. So with that being said, I have a all Chris Davis fair or foul for you tonight. All right. Does this, does this include Chris with the K? Maybe. Ooh, Stay tuned. All right, all right. So, 247. Chris Davis's last hit, September 15th, 2018. From September 15th to 2018, fair or foul, 75 pitchers have recorded hits. Whoa. Go ahead, Mike. I think I know the answer to this. I'm going to say foul because that's a half, of, <laughs> half of a month and two weeks of a season. So I'm going to say foul because that's literally four weeks of a season. 75 different pitchers have gotten a hit in four weeks of a baseball season. I don't. Four weeks plus. What? We've only had four weeks total. Well, I'm saying from September 15th, which would be two weeks to the end of the season, right? And then we've had two weeks this season. So that's four weeks. Average four weeks. There's no way. That's 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 fair. Our foul. I think I heard this stat. And that it is fair. I think I think I heard this across some platform I listened to. It could have been since August instead of September, but I, I'm going to go with fair. It's fair. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. 75 just, different pitchers. 75 hits have been recorded by oh. pitchers. Oh. Did you mishear me? Yes. Okay. I thought you said 75 different pitchers. I was like, what? No way. I still think we could get to 75 different pitchers get a hit before Chris Davis does. It is, it is possible. All right. And on to our next one. In that span, fair or foul, Chris Davis with a K has had 20 hits. Let's see. Chris Davis right now could be... I'll say fair. Yeah, that's got to be fair. Oakland was pretty hot at the end of the season. He's, uh, been, hit, he's been hitting bombs he, this year, but... But he kind of cooled off at the end of last year. I mean, he hits 247 every year. Every year. So, to me, that sounds about 20 hits in four weeks. His that sounds about right. His career averages 247. You know what he batted last year? 247. 247. You know what he batted the year before? 247. Wasn't it three years in a row? I think so. 247. Let's go for four. Yeah, I think this is fair, too. I think he's got 20 hits. In fact, I would say he has eight bombs. I don't know about the bombs. More more than that. But I will tell you, it is indeed 20 hits. Yeah. Chris Davis with a K. Um, Yeah, let's keep rolling with some of these uh, stats here. Uh, Since his last hit, Chris Davis, fair or foul, has made more than $3.5 million. Fair. I'll say fair, right? I'm really bad at doing the quick, like, partial season contract math. But, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, I'll say fair, too. Yeah, I think 3.5. If he's making 25 and something. Well, he might. Actually, it might even be more. It might yeah. be foul, and maybe he's made, like, six mil since his last <laughs> hit. No, I'll say fair. I'll say foul, just to change it up. Another fair. Mm. And now, yeah, we got to do some quick math on this one. But quick um, plus two equals four. Minus one, that's so three he, quick math. So he got his a $23 million per year salary. Dividing that uh, salary by 186 days, the length of the baseball season comes out to about $123,655 per day of the season. How many games? That makes me so sad when I hear numbers like that. That, that means in the 19 days of baseball since his last hit, Davis has made more than $3.5 million. It makes me sad. When That's I, when I hear, and I know I can't hear listeners, but trust me, I know there is just vomiting happening in people's cars <laughs> all over the place in, in their homes right now. I'm sorry to make you sick like that with those numbers. but Whenever I hear things like that, the per day or per start or whatever for athletes, it makes me cry on the inside. It really does. How much money is he making? A uh, $23 million base salary. Million. And it's 100 and some K per day. Per day. Per day. Per day. People consider that a good yearly salary. <laughs> per day. Sorry, I'm trying to... You're doing quick maths. I understand. I'm, I'm doing really bad quick maths, so you guys take <laughs> it over so I try to figure this out. All right. Well, you got another one, right, Joe? Yes, I have just one more for you. And it's kind of like a, um, a more or less, I guess, I don't know how to word this, uh, fair or foul... Who has more, Yelich base hits or Chris Davis strikeouts during that span? Who Chris ha- Davis strikeouts because who has more base hits, Christian Yelich or strikeouts? It has to be strikeouts for Chris, Chris Davis. Davis. He strikeouts like he strikes out like three times a game this season or in his unhitting since, streak in since he's last streak, gotten a hit. Strikeouts, Chris Davis, base hits. 
Christian Yelich. I believe Chris Davis has 23 to 28 strikeouts in this span. I believe the answer is 28 strikeouts. Does Christian Yelich... MVP Christian Yelich. Potentially two-time MVP Christian Yelich, RBI single tonight. Um, For the sake of the love of my boy... Don't tell Bryce Harper. I will say Christian Yelich has more hits than Chris Davis has strikeouts. Chris Davis, he has 29 strikeouts in that span. So you Oh, because he struck out today. Dang it! Pretty pretty good, pretty close there, Patrick. Um, Anthony Rendon, he has 36 hits. Holding down the fantasy squad right now. Whoa. So Yelich must have way more than no Yelich Rendon is- as well, 36 hits. In that span, so seven more hits. The MVP and Chris Davis has strikeouts. That's to all you haters out there. You all think it's funny that Chris Davis has tons of strikeouts, but guess who has more hits than strikeouts? That's Christian Yelich. Watch yourself. Very good, Patrick. I'm pointing at you, Mike, but you represent every hater out there. Christian Yelich, second best player in baseball. Now I have to see if his uh, strikeout today was uh, looking. His team has bullpen. Uh, or what Better the case starters was with too. that. But during his uh, hitless streak, he's struck out 30 times. 30 strikeouts uh, during the 50. Well, I guess it would be 29 now with the extra one actually today. I was adding one more. So 20 swinging strikeouts, 9 looking, 7 flyouts, 6 lineouts, 6 groundouts, and one reached on fielder's choice, which was actually just the other day. So we're making some progress, all right? Hey. <laughs> He got to stand on first base. I wonder how that felt. Hey, he's done that five times this year, all right? <laughs> Whoa. I know. What an amazing We're not player. even a full month in. So there's your Chris Davis. I, I will say foul. that we made fun of Logan Morrison two years ago for how bad he started the year. Uh, we Mo, have our new Logan is Morrison. not in the league. I, I want to. I don't know if Chris Davis is allowed to be our Logan Morrison because he's just not hitting at all. Lomo was funny because he was hitting 190 the entire season. But Chris Davis, is it's like you're beating up a dead guy. Whether Chris Davis plays, <laughs> whether Chris Davis plays or not. Just stop, he's already him. dead. Did you know that whether Chris Davis plays or not, he makes $141,975.31 a game. A game. Divide that by four strikeouts a game. That's almost, that's $35,494 a strikeout. Or an at-bat, if you want to go that way. <laughs> Four at-bats a game? Mm. Yeah, dude. By the way, the Dodgers can't stop hitting home runs. I love that they were just like, we're all in on situational hitting this year. So they signed A.J. Pollock and got rid of Yasiel Puig. Good job, front office. And now they're just hitting bombs. Bombs, bombs, bombs. Bombs, 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 bombs. Too bad they don't even need starters. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. That's Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher, Brian the Glass. I'm Patrick Harris, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Ooh, meant to, before I turned it on. Whoops. Oh, dude, just go take a flyer on Freddy Galvis. He's been in fuego. Yeah, but they were playing the Red Sox. That's not fair. Everyone's hitting the Red Sox, especially if you get Chris Sale. I mean, do you see that he stole home today? Yeah, I did. He's hitting three. Was it Galvis or was it Guriel? 
I saw that a Blue Jay stole home, but actually they were off today, so it wasn't today. Dude, MLB Network Yesterday. right now, the Rays beat the White Sox 9-1 to right now, and the two stats they're showing is Tyler Glass now and Austin Meadows. If mm. you're a Pirates fan, I'm so sorry. That hey, is literally the but trade. But hey, you got Chris Archer. That is literally the trade. Who's throwing behind? Oh, uh, we didn't talk about this today, but... I know I was curious how baseball purists who listened to the show felt about the Chris Archer and um, Derek oh, Dietrich. Puig. No, Derek Dietrich thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and then Puig went crazy. Yeah. And I, Bell went crazy. I, I think someone written rules in baseball are stupid. And the thing with social media is it felt like everyone was saying, how could you throw behind a player for that, right? And my thought was, well, you threw behind him intentionally. You didn't hit him. Correct. And what Dietrich did was there's bat flipping and there's admiring. And then what Dietrich did was, oh, my God, he stood in the batter's box, leaned back and stared at it for like five seconds. If you think Do you want to know how if long... you think Chris Archer's not going to throw at him and you think, I mean, it, sure, let the kids play like it's funny. Like I, I it's funny that, that a guy did that, but I'm OK with Chris Archer throwing behind him, too. This is how long five seconds is. Did you see the highlight of it? He oh, yeah. just admires it. Oh, yeah. And then slowly steps out of the box. Yeah. This is also five seconds. You got to just gotta clench your fist real tight and make sure it's popping out and you just bam. I'm, just, I'm curious how baseball purists feel about it because a lot of the regular non-baseball purists were like, that's stupid. Don't be allowed to throw behind a guy. And I was, I, I appreciate that he can admire it a home run, but there's a consequence for it. So, so, oh, really? Dope. So are you saying that Hello? you would rather So we're we're at a point now that I would rather you bat flip than stare the home run down. Sure. I I I mean I agree. But I mean I, in I, terms of like because there's way to kind of ways to kind of celebrate a home run, right? Yep. And I think there are two defined right now. Two pretty plain and simple home runs. Home run celebrations, quote unquote. Unless you're Edwin Encarnacion. Either flip the bat or you stare it down. You flip the bat, everyone thinks they're okay with it. You stare it down, you're getting thrown at. I still like getting thrown at when you do stupid things. Right, I do too. And that's what I'm saying is that's an unwritten rule I don't really care to get rid of because that's how baseball is. But I'm been. also with you that I'd rather be thrown at with the ball behind me than drilling me in the ankle, the thigh, the ribs, or the shoulder, at the or at my head. Yeah. Yeah. It was clearly just behind him. Right. I might step back and take it. <laughs> I also enjoy basis clearing stuff. So if you get rid of those unwritten rules and you get rid of that. Well, no, I think the new written rule should be that if you're going to clear benches, someone has to throw a punch. Thank you, Yasiel Puig. He went after the entire team. That picture of soul. him going after the entire Pirates team is great. Bless your soul. I did see there's this idiot that I was went to college with. Who I don't get on Facebook that much anymore, but he was on Facebook, and I saw him post like at the beginning of baseball season. He was like, "Ah, oh, baseball started. Who cares?" And then I saw him post the other day. He was like, "If you think Yasiel Puig should be able to play baseball, you're a garbage human being, just like him." And I was like, "Nice. You definitely don't watch baseball because those <laughs> pictures of Puig were nice, fantastic, fantastico." As <clears throat> he's like being held back and he's like grabbing at people's ankles like a like a rabid dog. By the way, the Blazers have had one player come off the bench tonight. Zach Collins. They are they are playing these guys the whole game. Let's do it. Go Zers. See you later.
That's Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Patrick Harris. This is The Hot Corner. Go do something I would do. Like reach for ankles. Like Ramsey Bolton's dogs. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 